where do you want to go? That's the question that pops up when you open any navigation system. You first enter your starting point and then you enter your desired destination. With the click of get directions, in a matter of seconds, you have a mapped out plan showing the most direct route, how many miles it will take to get there, and your ETA, or estimated time of arrival. How did we ever find our way back in the day? I used to map out promotional tours before the days of navigation systems and would spend so much time printing out maps, directions, and planning arrival times to events and hotels. Now I simply can say to my phone, take me to Atlanta, and the response will be getting directions to Atlanta, followed by step-by-step -step directions, taking me from Little Rock, Arkansas, through Memphis, Tennessee, Tupelo, Mississippi, Birmingham, Alabama, and then finally east on I-20, taking me right into the heart of downtown Atlanta. Amazing! It all begins with knowing where I am and where I want to be. We are all on a journey, and our faith, or lack of it, will determine our final destination. The Bible says in Romans 6 that the payment for our sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. So if we put our faith in Jesus and accept that gift, then we have a new course for our life. We have a new destination and we begin our journey of discipleship or being a follower of Jesus. We are given a new mission and purpose to love others and share our story of God's grace. The journey isn't a three-hour tour and then you've arrived. No, it's daily growing and maturing in our faith. No one understood this better than Paul in the Bible. Once a persecutor of Christians, he met Jesus in a pretty amazing way along a dusty road. And from that point on, he was changed. As you follow the life of Paul, you see he is on mission, fully abandoned to the call. He stayed the course and never doubted the path before him, no matter what he faced, because he knew his destination. Paul was so committed to discipleship, helping people first come to know the good news of Jesus, but then to grow in their faith. He was known for returning to cities to encourage new believers and strengthen them in their faith. He wasn't afraid of the danger that may await for him, for he was fearless for the cause of Christ. Acts 15, 36. Sometime later, Paul said to Barnabas, let us go back and visit the believers in all the towns where we preach the word of the Lord and see how they're doing. This is about five years after Paul's first missionary journey, where he had traveled over 1,200 miles by foot and by boat in one city left for dead, actually. He didn't have a navigation system or a comfy SUV with air conditioning and leather seats, but he cared deeply about the hearts of the believers, and he wanted to know how they were doing and where they were on their journey of discipleship. So he was willing to make that trip again. He wanted to see if they were staying on course and staying true to the cause of Christ. You see, Paul got it. Discipleship, surrender, and growing in our faith, in a community shouldn't be never ending. No matter the season, no matter the age, our roots of faith and maturity should be deeper today than they were from when we started the journey. That's the truth. 
So where are you on the journey of discipleship? Rest in the hope of your destination, but be inspired by Paul to keep moving and growing and encourage others along the way. I'm Lori Klein.